This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS App Store and find one of our locked on rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, everybody. How's it going? Welcome to this special crossover episode of Locked On Avalanche slash Locked On Vegas Golden Knights. Yes, we uh, we we wanted to get a show done before the series started. It couldn't happen, but it's kind of maybe a blessing in disguise that we didn't because, oh, how so much has happened after one game between these two teams. So with me is host of the Locked On Vegas Golden Knights, Carlos Gonzalez. Carlos, how are you doing today, my friend? Uh, I'm doing good, man. Uh, thanks Carlo, for... Carlo. I said Carlos. Yeah, it's Carlo. I'm sorry. Yeah, Carlo. It's, Car- it's Carlo. Yeah. No S. No S. No right? S. Okay. No, right. it's just what I what I always say, tell people is that it's Carlo because it's just me. It's not plural. It's singular. <laughs> it's, I'm unique. I love you. You're the I'm singular a, Carlos. Maybe, yeah, right? I'm the singular Carlo. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So uh, you're relatively new to Locked On. So yes. welcome aboard. And uh, we were talking briefly before we hit, uh, hit record. Uh, so I, I think I did a crossover with the old hosts. I, I can't remember if but I had. Was it, Jack, was it Jack Manning? Yeah, I think so. I, but it was a while ago. Um, yeah. So introduce yourself to the avalanche side of things. And then I'll kind of give a brief history of me for, for your listeners. So uh, who are you, where are you from and why Vegas? I, I am Carlo Gonzalez. I am from Las Vegas and, you know, Gary Bettman quote unquote, as a lot of people would say gifted us the team. So <laughs> I, I pretty much, you know, came on to the team as, as they, as they were created. Uh, Everybody knows the story of the whole October thing that happened yeah. right before the inaugural season. Mm-hmm. Huge, huge um, emotional moment for me. So I, I told myself I'm going to stick with this team uh, through thick and thin. Yeah, uh, I've been doing, I've been covering slash doing a podcast for the Golden Knights since uh, the beginning of the second year. It was a very diluted market. So uh, me, and my, me and my friend Andrew decided, hey, let's just do a podcast. Nice. So uh, that's how I got started. And now I'm new to the Locked On podcast network and I'm very excited to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm uh, glad you're here. Glad we can do this uh, crossover. We'll be doing many of them, I'm sure, in the Mm -hmm. uh, weeks to come and the offseason and all that other fun stuff. But uh, for for your fans that maybe don't really follow me, um, yeah, I've been doing the Locked On Avalanche show pretty much since Locked On got uh nh in on the nhl side of things i think they started right at the beginning of the season and i came on right at the end of october so i think they were like a month in uh mm-hmm. before i jumped in and uh i just it was one of those things where i like shot them an email and they responded like within 20 minutes and talked to sean who's our you know kind of nhl director and he was like yeah let's do it so um and been in the podcast world for over a decade now total so it's covering yeah i mean you're doing it covering your favorite team mm-hmm. is uh you know something that you're lucky to do 
So I love doing it. Yeah. To me, it's a little bit therapeutic, to be honest with you. So that. true. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Like after every game, it's just some, so a place or you can just rant and just ramble on about your frustrations yeah. or, or, yeah, or right? enthusiasm about the team. It's just pretty cool. Even after a loss, even after a yeah. loss, you can just get some things off your chest and you feel good after like 20, mm-hmm. 25 minutes, you feel good that you, you were able to have an outlet somewhere. So yeah. Um, and the fact that people wants to listen to it is just, I don't, I, I <laughs> that's the added that's, bonus. Yeah. Yep. So I don't know why, but you know, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. People keep listening. Uh, we'll keep doing it. So, yeah. um, obviously a lot going on between our two teams. So, um, we'll get into the kind of the, the nuts and bolts of it, uh, in a minute, but kind of want to talk about something that came out today that, you know, is, uh, uh affecting both of our team or yeah, mm-hmm. both of our teams and specifically our goalies. Philip Grubauer from the Avalanche and Marc-Andre Fleury from the Golden Knights, both nominated for the Vesna Trophy, both candidates to take home the Vesna Trophy. Um, I got to tell you, man, I did not know. This is the first time he's ever been nominated for Fleury. Yeah, it's, I, it's uh, I, I knew this, but it's also at the same time, not that surprising yeah. because the previous Pittsburgh teams that he's been on, it's not really known for their defense. <laughs> they're true. They, they leave Fleury to dry a lot at, the, at those years. Fleury has been and he's been touted for just being an for most of his career being just a good to average to good goalie and some sometimes great. That's how it's been. Fleury has been looked at. He's just a weird enigma and just keeps winning and winning. And he was never considered to be a top five goalie in his career. I thought that his 2017 season his first season with the golden knights uh his stats like deserved i don't know about deserved but kind of prompt a vesna at least nomination but he if you remember he did miss like two months that year and mm. that's why he didn't get nominated but this is his first time yeah i mean it, i i kind of knew he didn't win one mm-hmm. um but just everything that kind of follows him you know being the number one pick uh, you know, having a, a good career, he's still playing, obviously. Um, you, you kind of just thought somewhere along the line, he would at least have been nominated, but like, I mean, and when you break it down, like you just did, you're like, well, yeah, I guess it kind of does make sense that he's never really been nominated before. But do you think, uh, because of that, do you think he wins it this year? Because if you're asking me, I, I think he's going to get kind of that sympathy vote type of uh you know kickback yeah, on yeah. it the, the uh the lifetime achievement right. award kind right. of stuff i i mean yes and no because i i think even even without that i think he still also deserves the the vesna like mm-hmm. it, i'm 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 probably be a little bit biased here because obviously i'm a golden knights fan right but if you look look at his season he actually like you actually watch him play and you've seen him play eight times seven times because leonard played the other one the other two times they played he really bails out the golden knights a lot like i understand how good grubauer's numbers are and how great he he, like he he looked like he's grubauer's a great goalie and everything but it's been it's been said a lot he's playing behind a great defensive team in the colorado avalanche yeah vegas's uh defense is a common misconception that they are like one of the uh, greats it, they're good but they really have their lapses where flurry really had to bail them out 
you know, yeah. and, and you have Vasilevsky, who's, I believe, is the best goalie in the league right now, but he did have a really bad kind of stretch in the end there. So, yeah, I, don't I, know if that I, I agree. I, I think Vasilevsky is, is the best goalie in the league, <clears throat> um, but he's still on the young side and he's already got a Vesna. Yeah. So I think because, you know, they're expecting him to probably get many more before his career is over. Um, and because I, I, I don't, I don't think Grubauer has a shot at winning this. I think he's had a very good season. Um, was out for a little while with um, an injury slash COVID um, in April. I think missed a couple weeks, but um, yeah, his numbers are really good. He's got a great team. And I think that might be to his detriment. And when it comes to voting, um, like you said, their defense is incredible. So sure. He, he's, he, he hasn't really, I mean, there's been games where he's, they've needed him and he's mm-hmm. really stepped up, but um I do. I just feel like, like you said, it's, it's a, a, you know, a, an award that they're going to give to flurry for a number of things. And one is for the totality of his career and he's been damn good this year. You know, you can't take that away from him at all. So I think it's his this year. I do. I really do. Yeah. And you can't forget that it's one of those awards. that's not awarded by the media. General managers are the one uh, award is true. Vesna. And and Mark Andre Fleury is a very, very well liked person around. Oh my God, uh, around the uh, league, you know, and and that's so tough. Like when your teams are going head to head, and you know he's just a likable guy. Yeah. But when you're, you know, a fan of the opponent, uh, you know, you just hate him for sixty minutes, and then you go back to liking him just because he's always has a smile on his face and he just seems like he's enjoying playing the game of hockey. Yeah, yeah. he's one of the most lovable guys in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um. All right, so let's hear from a, a couple of our sponsors today, and then we will get into uh, maybe why everybody is tuning in to us talking with each other today. Yeah. Uh, what could that be? I have no idea, but we'll get to it. Uh, all right, so uh, this episode brought to you by the Locker Room app. Have you done a Locker Room yet since you've been with the Locked On Podcast Network? I have not. I, I kind of want to wait until like the next season to yeah. really get that started. It's, it's really tough. Yeah. I'm just getting my foot, uh, my footing here and, you know, totally understood. So, yeah. Uh, they are a blast. Uh, it's the first social audio platform made for sport fans. The app is free to download. And once you are in, you can talk with me, other fans, uh, sometimes athletes are there and, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. I host locker rooms on Thursday nights at nine 30 Eastern at seven 30 mountain. If there is no avalanche game, if there is, we do it after the game is over. And this week there is no game on Thursday. So Thursday night, nine 30 Eastern, I will be doing a locker room room and you can join me and other avalanche fans on the conversation uh, that you listen to here every day. Locker room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about any league. You'll find fans just like you on locker room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to the big news. You'll have a chance to chat with me and might even have a chance to be featured on the lockdown avalanche or when Carlo wants to do it, the lockdown Vegas golden Knights podcast through the locker room conversations, go download the free locker room app right now, currently on all iOS devices. And again, it is available on Android in beta. I 
still don't think you can use the chat function in Android, but you can listen to the call and join the call uh, through your Android device. Uh, be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NHL group and the Locked On Avalanche group for the latest league updates. Uh, once you follow me, you will be updated when a room goes live through your notifications or through Twitter, because I do post to Twitter once that room goes live and you join up and you chat with me and other Avalanche fans. It's awesome. So we'll see you on Thursday. Locker room changing the way we talk sports. Also brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. Uh, have you gotten a Built Bar gift package yet, Carlo? Yes, I have. Oh, uh, man. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's surprisingly good. <laughs> like, I've, yeah. I thought it was just like, uh, I thought it was just like, oh, it's a protein bar. Blah, blah, blah. It just tastes like a regular like snack candy bar that I normally chew. They're really like, good. Yeah. They are excellent. Yeah. I've had people uh, messaging me saying like, I use the promo code. I got my built bars and yeah, you're right. They're, they're really, really good. So, uh, they have nine delicious flavors plus the occasional limited time, time limited time flavor. And, uh, if you don't know what flavors they have right now, they have coconut, coconut, almond, cherry, raspberry, mint, brownie, peanut butter, brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. So there is something for everyone. And if you haven't tried them, you can get a mixed box where you get two of each of the nine flavors. And most flavors contain nine, excuse me, 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four grams of net carbs. A couple of the other flavors have 18 grams of protein. 180 calories, five grams of sugar, five grams of net carbs, nine amazing flavors, all tasty and all healthy. If you go to builtbar.com right now, use the promo code locked 15, you will get 15% off of your first order. Once again, that promo code is locked one five for 15% off at builtbar.com. All right. So I've been talking about it. I'm sure you've been talking about it. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the game we'll get to where we think this series is going uh, in a little bit, but I, I'm sure my, my people that, you know, follow the abs, follow my show. Um, and that I talk to through social media and Twitter and stuff like that. I'm sure they're really interested to, to hear the, the viewpoint of someone like yourself who is, uh, you know, a fan of the other team, you do a podcast on the other team mm -hmm. um, and not just, you know, listening through like the filter of what people are saying up on social media, because those people are going to, you know, definitely defend their team no matter what. Yeah. Um, but I've seen some Vegas Golden Knight people like in positions like you say, like, uh, you know, he deserves you're talking about Ryan Reeves, obviously, yes. uh, mm -hmm. to be penalized for this. But where the gray area is, is should it be more? I think what happened here was well to, to your point, like I my position, I thought he was gonna get more. I, I don't think those kinds of uh the, the they wanted Graves to answer for the end market. And I understand where they're coming from, but that's not the way to do it. That wasn't that wasn't a kind of tough guy physical thing for him to do. That was just goonish, to be honest with you. And a lot of Reeves does have this reputation of doing that, but for his time in in the uh, with the Golden Knights, that's the worst I've seen him really, really kind of try to hurt someone like really? intentionally. Yeah, it they, he he. It seems like it seems like it does because he is a big tough guy and all that. But 
surprisingly on my time he hasn't really he does have like a border like he steps the line a little bit but that's the worst i've seen him wow and i and and what happened i think why the reason why the only he only got two games because the president had was was started with the tom wilson situation earlier this season it was the same it was a scrum it's a scrum penalty that he didn't get penalized or he didn't even get suspended yeah you know and then you have to live through like you have to they set the standards for that already, you know? And I think that's where avalanche fans are kind of annoyed by this because yeah, like the, the the department of player safety is kind of erratic with the, the fines and suspensions that they're handing down from Tom Wilson, getting nothing on one end to Nazem Kadri getting eight on the high end. And it's like, you know, where does what Ryan Reeves fit? Where does that fit into zero games and eight games? And they kind of said it falls towards more towards the zero games. And it's, I think it, it, that's kind of really not sitting well with Avalanche fans. Yeah. And understand that if I was an Avalanche fan, I'd be upset too. There, I, I also think there's also a person which I, this shouldn't be the case. This shouldn't be the case where I think they put into account where Graves came back to the game and wasn't hurt. It wasn't injured. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they mm. put that into account too. While uh, Kadri, uh, I forgot who he hit. No, uh, God, why am I blanking on it now? Well, yeah, but, but yeah. He, I think he left. The, like he didn't come back to the game no. and was hurt for the. I think they put that into account. That shouldn't be the case because, like, you shouldn't wait for the tragedy to happen for for the for to be prepared or something. You know, you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. There yeah. are also. I, I gotta. I gotta shout out because those fans because there are Vegas fans that's defending Ryan Reeves to mm-hmm. a T and I get that. I, I understand where they're like, you defend your boy, yeah, like loyalty and stuff. And I get it. I get it. There, there are fan base like that in every, every, sure. right. Like every fan base, right? Like the, the capitals fan base will defend Tom Wilson to the death, you know? Right. 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 There, there are, there are avalanche fans that will defend Kadri like, yeah. To do that, everybody has that. Yeah, yeah. So no, I, they, they, they. You know, for for the most part, um, Avalanche fans are, are are in agreement that Kadri deserves a suspension. I don't, mm-hmm. uh, you know, sh- I'm sure. You know, I'm not talking to every Avalanche fan there is in existence, so yeah. I don't know. But I, you know, there, I'm sure there are some that think he should have got nothing. Yeah. But the majority of them do do think he should have got something, and that's where the conversation kind of goes in different directions because. People are, are, are saying, like, what do you want to go off? What's the metric you want to go off of? Uh, how he plays and kind of his history? Or do you want to go off what the NHL is doing? And that's two very different conversations. And they went with his history, but it seems like they went off his history for him. But why are they not going off the history for other guys? It's very confusing. And uh, I don't get where they're coming up with these suspensions or lack thereof. I mean, to be, uh, to be fair on that, uh, this is the third postseason that Kadri got suspended. Though. Sure, there, yeah, there, there is a history. Yeah, well, I think Ryan Reeves only got sus- his so, uh, hasn't been suspended in the playoffs, but he did get suspended just recently. Uh, I think it was just last year in the bubble. No, in, it was pretty recent. It was last year, I believe, he yeah. got suspended. Right. Uh, he, so it's a recent history, and I I don't know where they're. It's it's all over the the, the conversation we're having now. It's because they are very inconsistent, right. and that's that's what frustrate. That's what's frustrating to any fan, 
out there, you know? Yep. And well, I, go ahead. Uh, and I was going to say, like, I think, and also the fact that Kadri it, it means more to the Colorado lineup than Ryan Reeves does to Vegas. Let's be honest here. Very much so. <laughs> Very much so. Uh, yeah. Kadri wasn't doing so well towards the end of the season. He started mm-hmm. off the season very well a very Nazem Kadri like season started to fade a little bit, but people, I think were giving him a little bit of a, a pass for his, his uh, scoring struggles because they knew the playoffs were right around the corner and that's where he kind of excels. Mm-hmm. So, and on top of it, they were winning, you know, other people were, were filling in. So it wasn't like a big deal that Nazem Kadri had, was in a little bit of a slump. Um, and then, you know, game two, and then this happens and, you know, the, the eight games comes down and people are just like, what are you talking about? And then, and then, you know, it goes in front of Bettman and he upholds it the same day that Reeves gets two games and avalanche fans are just like, man, we don't want to hit anybody because are are they going to come after the, you know, the slightest hit uh, on on an avalanche player. But I don't know. Do do you feel that the, uh, the, the graves hit, um, because they were going after him pretty yeah. much the rest of the game. Do you think by the time Reeves did what he did, it should have been squashed by then? Because they had gone after him. They they you know had some retribution there. I guess so. But I think the way the Golden Knights players in the locker room saw it is that it was already four zero, and I I think they saw it as it was not necessary at all. Mm. And they they carrie did go after graves but graves didn't want to do want anything to do with it he didn't true. want to drop the gloves and they didn't want to he didn't want to uh you, you know do the fight you just get it that's why i think the the situation if you remember the Tavares hit right and they fought right after yeah right and yeah. and it's the same it's same conversation that their reasoning is like just get it out of the way so no none of this will escalate and and I think the reason why it did escalate is because number one, the refs didn't really call anything and they they got the the whole game out of hand and and the Vegas Golden Knights wanted Graves to answer, but Graves didn't answer. And I think that's part of it. So so you think if Graves had dropped the gloves, who was it that went after him? Carrier. First? It was Carrier. It was Carrier. You, yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh do you think the Reeves thing would have happened? Probably not, because mm, after that. Yeah, because after if if he dropped the gloves and all, all that happened is squashed, I think. But mm-hmm. I think it's because he uh, he didn't. I think that's what lingered on, especially with a game that's pretty much out of hand too. Yeah, like they had nothing to lose and might as well get get this nine minute penalty because it doesn't really matter anymore, right? Yeah, I I think that it's a very good point. I think like you're saying they want him to answer for it and and mm-hmm. you know throw down. I think that's a tough sell to Avalanche fans because they just do not like Ryan Reeves right now. And I think, oh yeah, I understand. <laughs> even if he had thrown down with Carrier, they that Reeves talked to an Avalanche fan, they probably still think Reeves would have done done what he did. So yeah. we will never know. Um, it is what it is, you know. And it, and I think it's and uh, yeah, go ahead. I was gonna, I'm not gonna lie, to you, there are a certain part of the Golden Knights fan base that is glad that Ryan Reeves is suspended because they ra- a lot of people rather have Keegan Colasar in the lineup than Ryan Reeves because wow. Keegan Colasar has shown that he's been better ho- better at hockey than Ryan Reeves. So it might benefit them in game two that yeah. he's not there. But we okay. also lose Matthias Yanmark too, which is yes. very it, unfortunate. Is he definitely out? I think so. Um I think so. Yeah, he didn't practice today. Uh, it was uh, Dylan Sakura 
that the took his line. So I'm, I am 80% sure that he's not going to play. Okay. Yeah. Which, I mean, you don't like seeing that. And I even tweeted yeah. about it. I'm like, I do hope he's okay. But, yeah. um, you know, so what was your take? And we'll get to this quickly on uh, the goalie situation for the Golden Knights, the, the Golden Knights in game one. It, it was the right, it was the right call. It was a, it, it's yeah. a call that made sense. It's a, it's a luxury that the Golden Knights use. They have two elite goalies. Unfortunately, the result wasn't, uh, what they hoped for, obviously, but Fleury just came out of a seven-game grueling series uh, that he had to carry some of the games. He had to steal some of the games. He needed rest. He's 36 years old. Best the best time to do it is game one with two days off the next uh, before the next game, and mm-hmm. it made sense. Don't pull Leonard because you're so you pull uh, you put Leonard in there to give Fleury a rest. If you pull Leonard, put Fleury back in, that's kind of pointless, right? Yeah, there's no point. So to that. yeah, right. Yeah. So yeah. Um. I, and and he's like he's a good goalie, but you know that's a rusty goalie, yeah. uh, going off going up against a team that is ready to go because they hadn't played in a week. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of just you know, like I said on Twitter, he kind of fell on the grenade and yeah. he was going into a buzzsaw. So. Um, but let's hear from our final sponsors and then we will talk about where this series goes from here. So first we will hear from betonline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. You have baseball season in full swing. You have our NHL playoffs. You have the NBA playoffs. Uh, you can even bet on UFC and MMA and in a couple months, the NFL is back. As crazy as that sounds. Uh, you can get all the latest news, odds, and info on all of your sporting needs. So before the next pitch, before the next puck drop, before the next slam dunk, head over to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check out all of the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get in to the game as teams prep and make their runs in the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code locked on betonline.ag. It is your online sports book experts. Also brought to you by Wealthfront and investing can be complicated. Whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. Wealthfront can even help you lower the taxes you pay as you invest. For the average client, their tax loss harvesting can be more, excuse me, can more than cover the low annual 0.25 advisory fee. Best of all, it is automatic. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash locked on NHL. All you need is $500 to get started. Grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do the work for you to get your first $5,000 managed for free for life. Go to wealthfront.com slash lockdown NHL. That's W E A L T H F R O N T dot com slash lockdown NHL to start growing your savings. Wealthfront.com slash lockdown NHL and get started today. All right, Carlos. So it's a one to nothing series in favor of the Avalanche. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, personally, I think you can kind of throw that game one out the window for both teams. I think for the Avalanche, like I just said, you know, at the end of the last segment, 
They were amped up, ready to go. Hadn't played in a week. Yeah. Vegas maybe banged up a little bit. Um, their Indeed. backup goalie, while a very serviceable backup goalie, and you know he's a stud. He can be from time to time. Uh, just it, it was not their night. So yeah, almost also, start fresh. What do you think? Yeah. yeah, also coming Golden Knights also coming off an emotional high from Game Seven too. Yeah. It's, it's it was it was it was. A let like it, it was calling for a letdown for the Golden Knights, and I I knew the, the Golden Knights was not going to win that game. Uh, I knew like I did I expect a seven one butt whooping. No, I didn't expect that <laughs> right, either. No. No. But yeah, I I kind of knew that it's a, it's one game of seven, and we've seen this whole the whole series how these two play each other. Yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, I, so, I've said uh, many times not the season, especially when they had that four game series. Mm-hmm. Uh, earlier in the year with the one game that was in Lake Tahoe. The best thing about these two teams is, and we all knew it was going to where we are now. We all knew mm-hmm. that these two teams were going to meet. Uh, Minnesota made it interesting, but we knew that it was going to be Vegas and Colorado. And th- like I said earlier in the season, the best thing about watching these two teams in a, in a long series is the chess match. And the Avalanche came out and they they laid it on Vegas. Vegas is now making adjustments and I expect them to play a a much better game. And I think they do too. And then what happens? And then avalanche has to adjust to the adjustments and then Vegas needs to adjust to the adjustments of the adjustments. And it just keeps going back and forth. So I think this is going to be a, a a very long drawn out series. Um, You know, avalanche fans have their head in the clouds right now and understandably so. But uh, I think, you know, if you really have followed both of these teams all year, this is going to be a dogfight. Yeah. And a testament to that too, is if you look at the regular season record between the two teams, the, 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 um, the avalanche is a slight edge with just, with that one overtime loss. It's mm-hmm. four, four wins and four losses, but yep. the avalanche won and losses overtime. It's very even. It's, I think like one, both teams got shut out by the other and one, there was one blowout from each team and, Every game pretty much is like a one goal game. It's it's a crazy, yeah. crazy matchup. And and they both had the same points in the standings. Yeah. You know, so you this know, is the one and two matchup. And exactly. And, and whoever comes out of this series, the reward is playing either Montreal or Winnipeg. Too. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you gotta think. Uh, there's gonna be people that are gonna say, you know, that say the favorites are Tampa until they are dethroned. Mm-hmm. And I get those people that believe that, but yeah. there's also a lot of people that say, you know, the Stanley cup champion is, is coming out of this series. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, it's tough to just, you know, say that's going to, you know, this team is going to roll over whoever they play after this series. It's, you know, it's, Go tell Toronto that. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say it's the <laughs> NHL playoffs. Right. Anything can happen. Like we, like we, we, you just said that it was expected for these two teams to meet up. It was, it was, it was the le- the season was leading up to this Vegas and Colorado matchup, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, on the other end, everybody was expecting the McDavid Matthews matchup. So true. And look where that went, right? It's Anything so can true. happen in the NHL. I love this. Is why I love this uh, this league and this sport is. I know the parody of this is is you just never know. You just got to keep your eye on it. It's really. genuine, yeah. So, what do you think uh, Vegas is is going to do different in in game two? Obviously, uh, they they are going to have a different goalie, and I think Mar- the way Mark Andre Fleury's style fits better against a team like Colorado, uh, Colorado. 
because uh, he can move laterally way better than uh, yeah. than Leonard. Also, I think the the way the cover McKinnon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember, I think it was the Tahoe game where they had Alex Stuck cover him to match his speed. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to try to do that again. Although I know uh, Colorado is at home, so they have less change. So it's really their call. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm going to probably, you're probably going to see more of Theodore covering the uh, McKinnon line too because of the match, like I said, the matching speed. Okay. And, and I, the Golden Knights are going to come in ready and they're going to use their physical because the Golden Knights are the bigger team. So they're probably going to try to out physical Colorado, but sure. Colorado's a faster team. And, and it, the, cra- the crazy thing with these two teams are they're so well balanced. Like Vegas has speed, but they're the bigger team. But And, and then Colorado is big, but they're the faster team. Like right. it, it's, it's, it's such a, I'm so excited. I hope this game, uh, this series goes to seven. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I can't handle that, man. I can't yeah. handle the game sevens when my team's in it. And and that's, been, Oh, you're uh, telling me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, and that, that's been a downfall of the avalanche. Like they have not been able to win a game seven. So uh, mm. in one aspect, yeah, I would like them to get there so they can get that, you know, monkey off their back. Uh, and on another aspect, I just, you know, uh, just start uncontrollably sweating watching game sevens, especially when they go into overtime. <laughs> oh yeah. Like we, the golden, you're telling me the Golden Knights blew th- yeah. a three-one series lead three years in a row. Three That's years true. in a row. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah. They, they uh, won the last two, but I I don't want to do that again. Yeah, no. Not Toronto, right? And just losing the game seven. <laughs> uh, yeah, for the Avalanche, I don't know. I, I mean, you you won seven to one, so you come out and you have that same type of energy, and you know that Vegas is going to try to match it, and they they should. Uh, they don't want to go down two to nothing, even, you know, the series is not over, even if that does happen, but um, I, I, the avalanche that, that last game that they played those two, the, the, the one game game that they had in the, in the end of the season, that pretty much was going to to determine who took the division in the president's trophy, that game Vegas played them so tough in that game. And that yeah. was a, that was a game of will for the avalanche to somehow, eke out a two to one win. That was an incredible game on both sides. I think that's kind of what we're going to get for this. And you got to, you got to remember that game. The golden Knights only skated 15 skaters. They did. Too. They did. Yeah. You're right. Yep. And another point I brought up a few episodes ago for the golden Knights, where the, the avalanche kind of has been cruising this past few weeks, mm-hmm. like their last four, what four, six games was against the Kings. And, and yeah. then the golden Knights just like inserted in there like once. Right. And then, and then, and then they play the blues, the series after. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, the golden Knights had just, just got this grueling playoff series. You know, they're, they've been playing playoff hockey, like, like, like crazy. That's true. That's true. So, so I think we're, you know, this is going to be a grinder. So, you know, seven to ones are an anomaly. It's not going to happen all the time. I do want to know, and we'll kind of wrap up with this on the, in the avalanche world, the Alex Petrangelo, uh, Oh boy. Comment from the Lake Tahoe game is just, that was a stuff Tahoe of legend. Game, yes. It was the Tahoe game. Avalanche fans use that comment, uh, at any point. What's yeah. the Vegas side of, of that? Do they, Try to oh, forget it, or is it kind of as fun oh, as Avalanche fans? Oh, no. Like, the thing I love about this fan base is they stick to a- anything to meme. Like, yeah. even and even if it's negative, they, they stick to it and they meme it. 
Okay. Like for example, the whole Marsha so Instagram. Uh, uh, I I don't know if you know about the whole is Marsha so, so Instagram. The uh the stop wasting my time. I don't know uh, what happened there. I don't know. That. Oh, you didn't. So after I forgot which game it was. I think it was during the bubble. I think it was after a Vancouver game where we lost when we blew the three to one lead. Uh, his his Instagram, his wife's Instagram got spammed by uh, a bunch of you know Vancouver fans, and he replied to like five, four or five of them, really? saying something like, "I can't really repeat some of them." It's okay. like, like your dog is like your dog is as ugly as you. Stop wasting <laughs> my time, and uh, go suck on your uh, it, mummies. Okay. It's, it's, he spelled it with a U, so it's a mummy titties. <laughs> And stop wasting my time. And that's been a meme. Like, Marcia still doesn't like to waste his time. That's been right. a meme. Really? And, and going perfect. back to the oh boy thing, yes, it's also become a meme. It's like, uh, like everything that's positive really? or negative for uh, Petro, because oh boy, you can use as a bad thing or a good thing. Sure. Anything sure. Petro Angelo related is like, like oh boy. Yeah. Like, oh boy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> good. It's good, yeah. to, good to know that both sides are having uh, fun with it because that was a, definitely a great moment that came out of that game. Yeah, so. it's, it's it's a funny, it's a funny, like, yeah, we, we, we love our memes and we, we, we make fun of our teams when they needed to be made fun of. And who doesn't like a good meme? I mean, yeah, come on, exactly. right? So, yeah. all right, Carlo. Uh, yeah. I mean, game one is history. So I think, uh, you know, both sides want to forget about it in uh, different avenues. So how, how I see it is we're just giving you guys a one game handicap. Okay. So, All right. Guess, All right. It. All right. Um, yeah, it's going to be, be fun. It's going to be a battle. So uh, thanks for doing this. We'll definitely do it again sometime in the future. Of course. Thanks, All right, guys. thanks for having me. All right. Thanks everybody for tuning in and uh, we'll catch you tomorrow. And uh, hopefully it's an abs win on this side and a Vegas win on his side. Yep. <laughs> All I right, guys. Say. Yeah. <laughs> Have a good one.